My mom is Janet Cheatham Bell, and she is awesome. Seriously awesome. And I'm not just saying that because she's my mom. She is empirically the greatest mom of all time, period. Everybody likes her. Everybody wants to be her friend. Everybody wants her approval. Everybody wants her to think that they are cool. I have friends who let me know when she likes their posts on Facebook. And these aren't my emotionally needy friends. These are my kick-ass, activist, artist, take-no-prisoners-and-free-all-political-prisoners friends. And they turn all gooey when my 80-year-old mom likes their status update that quotes James Baldwin's prescient criticism of modern-day conservatism. And if she comments on their posts, forget about it. I've seen less enthusiasm from those people who get brand new homes on that show Extreme Makeover Home Edition or from that dude on Maury who moonwalked when he found out that he was not the father. My mom is a race warrior and educator in the true sense of the word. My dad is Walter A. Bell. And weirdly, he is also everything my mom is. Popular, charismatic, loved and admired by all who know him but they took it two different directions. To paraphrase Malcolm X, and who doesn't like paraphrasing Malcolm X whenever you can, my mom is a field Negro. My dad is a Negro in the house, which is different from a house Negro. My dad is a field Negro who worked his way into the house, bought the house, turned the slave quarters into a wine cellar, and he didn't lose any, or not much of, the field in the process. Both my parents seem regal. They both turn heads when they walk into rooms. But where my mom feels like a Matrix-style oracle, my dad seems, well, famous. People stare at him even if they don't know him. Part of it is because my dad is tall, like for reals tall. I'm six foot four, which is like regular tall. But my dad is six foot six, which is like actual for reals NBA tall. My dad is also really good looking. There was a point in his life when he was regularly getting mistaken for Dr. J, a.k.a. NBA legend Julius Irving, if you're not nasty. And I've known all my life that my dad is better looking than me, like a lot better looking. I know it sounds weird to think of an eight-year-old looking at his dad like, damn, that dude is good looking, but it's true. He is good looking, and on some level, even as a child, I was jealous. My dad was a semi-professional photographer turned oldest rookie bank teller ever at 40, turned insurance salesman, turned CEO of a Fortune 500 company. And other than both being black, there are only two things my parents have in common. One, me. Two, they are both hustlers in the best possible way. As I said, my mom is an outside hustler. She has been self-employed since the mid-80s. Back around 1984, she left her job as a textbook editor in Boston and moved us to Chicago. Chicago had just elected Harold Washington as mayor, and she said she wanted to be in a city that was run by a black person. Chicago was about to go through a golden age, because 1984 was also the year Michael Jordan was drafted by the Chicago Bulls, and it was the year that a former news anchor named Oprah Winfrey took over a half-hour talk show called AM Chicago and decided to try to give Phil Donahue a run for his money. Phil Donahue hasn't been seen since. Once my mom got us to Chicago, she set to work self-publishing a book called Famous Black Quotations. It was a compendium of African-American quotes 
at a time when that did not exist. And my mom was already with the tiny tech revolution because she made sure that the book could easily fit into your pocket. Now there are many books of African-American quotations. And really, who needs a book? You can just Google inspirational quotes by Oprah from this morning and be all set. But back when my mom was self-publishing books, it was a major task. She had to collect the quotes on her floppy disk. She had to take those quotes to a typesetter to get the book laid out. Then she needed to take all that to a graphic designer and make the book look good. And yes, I mean she had to take this stuff. There was no email. Then she had to find a printer that would do a short run of books since she wasn't ordering a million copies. And then, once the book was done, she spent lots of time in her car hand-selling them to individual bookstores, many of which were black-owned. And now in the year 2017, everything I described can be done with Microsoft Word and Amazon.com. But back then, it took serious work.